What's happening, everyone? Welcome to episode 144 of WFS, The Will Ford Show. We're going to do the NFC record predictions here about four hours out from kickoff of Thursday Night Football Week 1, the Dallas Cowboys at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. There's some huge news, injury news, that just happened in the NFL, so I'm going to revisit the AFC here in a little bit. But we're going to go to the NFC. We're going to do the entire conference, and uh, we're going to start off with the NFC North. So in the NFC North, we have the Green Bay Packers, the Detroit Lions, the Minnesota Vikings, and the Chicago Bears. Uh, Let's start off with the Lions because I think it's going to be the easiest. Uh, So going to start off the year four losses in a row. This is actually a pretty pretty tough schedule to start. Uh, The 49ers at home, the Packers on the road at home versus the Ravens and are at the Chicago Bears. You're going to start off 0-4. Uh, then you'll get a, a cheap win against the Minnesota Vikings, uh, just because, I, I, again, I think the Minnesota, Minnesota Vikings kind of play down to teams sometimes. Uh, so you'll get a win there, but then you're going to lose five more in a row against the Bengals, at the Rams, home against the Eagles. You have your bye week in there, at the Steelers, then at the Browns. You'll get a win, another win in the division versus the Chicago Bears, and around this time of the year, Justin Fields will likely be starting. And... By this point, he might be still going through some going growing pains. Lions will get a win here, but that's the last win they'll get all season. They'll lose the remaining six games against the Vikings, Broncos, Cardinals, Falcons, Seahawks, Packers, and they're going to go uh, two and fifteen, one and seven at home, one and eight on the road. The Lions, to me, are just not a very well constructed team. Really bad defense. A okay at best offensive line. I wouldn't even say it's okay. Uh, Panay Sewell is really all they have. Jared Goff, again, is okay at best. DeAndre Swift is going to be negatively impacted by the game script. They're just going to be behind a lot. Uh, And Jared Goff's only target is TJ Hawkinson. So not a lot doing for the Lions this year. They'll go 0, or not 0, but 2 and 15. Might as well be 0 and 17, I guess. And um, whatever it is. Um, also, now that I think about it, I think I said that the Houston Texans would be 0-16. I think I'm just so used to saying 16, but they would be 0-17. Um, same difference. Anywho, Lions go 2-15. and So now we move to the Minnesota Vikings, and uh, the Vikings, like I said, one of those teams that kind of play down to others, I think. I And there's a lot of hype around them this year. I just don't really see it. Of course, you got Justin Jefferson in year two. Adam Thielen had a big 12-touchdown season last year, I think it was. Uh, Dalvin Cook is sensational, but that defense is not very good. The offensive line is not very good. And I see them playing down to a lot of competition this year. Plus, their schedule is pretty tough. Uh, and so I think you win on the road in week one against the Cincinnati Bengals, but then you're going to lose you know, probably 10 games in a row almost. Exactly 10 games in a row. Um, now, one of these you could probably change, uh, but you're going to lose to the Cardinals, Seahawks, Browns, Lions, Panthers. Uh, I think they're just going to play down to the Lions in one of those games. Uh, and then bye week, lose to the Cowboys. This one becomes a little bit more interesting. The Ravens, uh, I was going to talk about this later in the show at the end, but the Ravens are now without two of their top running backs. Gus Edwards and J.K. Dobbins are out. I don't think it's going to hurt them too, too much in this game in particular against the Vikings. I think they could still beat the Vikings, so uh, 
Vikings will lose that game. They'll lose to the Chargers and the Packers and the 49ers. They'll get a win versus the Lions, uh, loss versus the Steelers, win against the Chicago Bears, loss to the Rams, get a win versus the Green Bay Packers, and you'll lose against the Bears. So uh, I think a 3-3 three and three division record sounds pretty fair. Uh, they're going to go 4-5 and five on the road, I believe, and go one, uh, 0-8 at home. Um, so pretty tough going for the Minnesota Vikings. But again, I just don't see the hype that is surrounding them. They'll have a decent offense, but that defense... Uh, it's it's not very good, in my opinion. And they're going to lose a lot of close games. The Chicago Bears, next up for them, they're, they're one of those interesting teams with that, that quarterback situation. You're going to have Andy Dalton starting the year, but when does Justin Fields start? I think he's ready now, but you're probably not going to see Justin Fields until maybe game five, game six, maybe even midway through the year. Who knows? But um, this is a team that, it seems like they're just always kind of middle of the pack every year and usually a wild card team. Starting off the year at the LA Rams, going to lose, get a win versus the Bengals, loss versus the Browns, then two straight wins against the Lions and the Raiders, uh, and then you lose five straight. So this is probably around the point in the year where Justin Fields is going to come into play. You'll lose at home versus the Packers lose at the Buccaneers, lose at home versus the 49ers, lose at the Steelers by week, and then a loss at the Ravens. So, or at home versus the Ravens, excuse me. Um, now, I, I might be willing to change that, actually. Uh, and so I'm going to actually make that a win for the Bears, getting a win against the Ravens. Um, and then that gets them started again out of the bye win at the Lions, win versus the Cardinals, win at the Packers, loss versus the Vikings, three straight wins to close the year at the Seahawks, home versus the Giants, and at the Vikings. So I think Chicago Bears go 10-7. and seven. Justin Fields will be starting midway to the end of the year, and he'll play pretty good. Uh, and then they'll go 4-2 and two in the division, 5-4 and four on the road, 5-3 and three at home. And 10-7 and seven might be good enough to get them in the wild card. We'll see. And then the final team in the NFC North, the Green Bay Packers, who I think will win this division. Uh, they'll start off 2-0 at the Saints and at home versus the Lions with wins, then a loss at the San Francisco 49ers, four wins in a row against the Pittsburgh Steelers at the Cincinnati Bengals, at the Chicago Bears, home versus the Washington football team, a loss at the Arizona Cardinals, and then wins at the Chiefs versus the Seahawks, and then at the Vikings, and then two losses in a row with the bye week jammed in between, a loss versus the Rams, bye week, loss versus the Bears, wins at the Ravens versus the Browns, loss to the Vikings, uh, and then a win at the Lions. So 12-5 and five is their record. They'll go 4-2 in the division, 7-2 seven and two, seven and on the road, 5-3 and three at home. And they, they win the division at 12-5. And, uh, and then the Bears are at 10-7, and seven, could get a wild card spot. Now we move to the NFC South. Starting off with the Atlanta Falcons. Again, another team that just kind of seems, it feels like they should be better than what they usually are every year. Now, new coach, offense is probably going to be pretty good, but their defense 
pretty atrocious. I'm not going to lie, they lost their best player in Keanu Neal to the Dallas Cowboys. We'll see how it goes for him. A win to start the year, home versus the Eagles, loss at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, win at the Giants, loss to the Washington football team at home, win versus the Jets at home, then your bye week. Out of the bye, though, tough sledding, five straight losses at the Dolphins, home versus the Panthers, at the Saints, at the Cowboys, home versus the Patriots. Get back on track, though, with three straight wins versus the Jaguars, the Buccaneers, and the Panthers, two of those games on the road, a loss at the San Francisco 49ers, a win versus the Lions, loss at the Buffalo Bills, and a win versus the New Orleans Saints at home. And they go 8-9, and 3-3 three and three in the division, 5-3 and three at home, 3-6 and six on the road, and that's about what they are, it seems like, every single year. So it doesn't seem too far off to me. The New Orleans Saints, I think it's going to be a similar story. And, of course, you know, no Drew Brees. Jameis Winston's in. Jameis Winston will be able to move the ball down the field a little bit better than Drew Brees, but also there's going to be a lot of turnovers in there as well, I, I, I figure. But I think they're going to start off the year pretty good. They'll lose at home against the Packers in Week 1, but then they'll win four in a row at the Panthers, at the Patriots, home versus the Giants, at the Washington football team. Have your bye week. Then two straight losses. Uh, so at the Seahawks and at home against the Buccaneers. So, you know, after that Buccaneers game, you're sitting there at four and three. You move to five and three with a win against the Falcons, a loss to the Titans on the road, win at the Eagles, loss at home versus the Bills, and a loss at home versus the Cowboys, win at the Jets. A win at the Buccaneers because, again, I think the Saints offense, if they can move it down the field enough, they'll be able to keep pace with the Bucks. And then three straight losses to close the year at the Dol- or home versus the Dolphins, home versus the Panthers at the Falcons. So they will also go 8-9, and 3-3 nine, three and three in the division, 2-6 and six at home, 6-3 and three on the road. Next, the Carolina Panthers. New quarterback Sam Darnold, a revamped offensive line. Defense is young, but seems like it could be solid. But I think there's going to be some growing pains for Sam Darnold here in this season with Matt Rule, new coach, new team. Usually in year two, things to get a little bit, uh, things tend to get a little bit better. So, starting off the year in the first three weeks, they'll be two and one wins at the Jets in week one, and a win at the the Texans in week three. But they'll lose in week two to the New Orleans Saints. Three straight losses at the Dallas Cowboys, home versus the Eagles, home versus the Vikings. Two wins in a row at the Giants and at the Falcons. And then going to lose seven games in a row versus the Patriots at the Cardinals versus the Washington football team at the Dolphins. You have your bye week in there. Lost to the Falcons at home, lost to the Bills on the road, lost to the Buccaneers at home. And then to close the season, they'll get one more win against the New Orleans Saints a loss to the Buccaneers in Week 18. There are your Carolina Panthers sitting at 5-12. and 12. They'll be 2-4 and four in the division, 1-7 and seven at home, 4-5 and five on the road. And then the winner of your division, the Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they're going to be tough to beat this year. Returning everybody on defense, everybody on offense, everybody's happy, everyone's healthy. I mean, this is just, uh, how do you beat this team? They're going to win tonight against the Dallas Cowboys at home. Win in week two against the Atlanta Falcons. A loss in week three to the newly led Los Angeles Rams with Matt Stafford. But then the Buccaneers hit their stride. 
and they'll win one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight games in a row at the Patriots in Tom Brady's homecoming. Home versus the Dolphins at the Eagles. Home versus the Bears at the Saints. Bye week at the Washington football team. Home versus the Giants at the Indianapolis Colts. Then you have a letdown game. You're going to lose at the Falcons. A win, though, a very good win against the Buffalo Bills, who will be fantastic this year. A loss versus the New Orleans Saints. And then three wins to close the year at the Panthers at the Jets. Home versus the Panthers. So they're going to be 14-3 and three to close the regular season. They'll be 4-2 and two in the division, 7-1 and one at home, 7-2 and two on the road. Next, the NFC West. Now, this, this division could be extremely, extremely interesting this year. You're going to be shocked when I go through these records and just see where I have these teams. We'll start off with the Arizona Cardinals. Really good offense. Defense is okay. They added J.J. Watt, who's a little old, but I think they'll be okay because their offense will be able to keep pace with others in the league. Win at the Titans in Week 1. Loss versus the Vikings in Week 2. Two wins in a row at the Jaguars. And then at the Rams. They'll stun the Rams. A loss versus the San Francisco 49ers. Then... After starting the year 3-2, and two, they're going to rattle off six wins in a row against the Browns, Texans, Packers, 49ers, Panthers, and Seahawks. By week, two losses in a row to the Bears and the Rams, and then wins at the Lions and home versus the Colts. Then a loss to the Cowboys and a loss to the Seahawks. They'll be 11-6, and 3-3 and three in the division, 7-2 and two on the road, which is very, very good. 4-4 four and four at home, though, not taking... T- not taking care of home turf very well, but they'll be 11-6, and six, and that leads to the division so far. Next up, the Seattle Seahawks. They will start off the year 3-0 and at the Colts versus the Titans at the Vikings. A loss versus the Rams in Week 4 on the road, but then four more wins in a row. So they'll start off 7-1, and one, home versus the Rams. They'll get a win at the Steelers, win versus the Saints, win versus the Jaguars, win. Then you have your bye week. Back half of the season, though, a little up and down for the Seahawks. They'll lose at the Packers and at home versus the Cardinals, a win at the Washington football team, a loss versus the San Francisco 49ers, win at the Houston Texans, win, or a loss at the L.A. Rams, loss at home versus the Bears, and then two wins to close the year versus the Lions and at the Cardinals. They, as well, will go 11-6. and six but they will be behind the Cardinals because of their division records. The Seahawks will be 2-4 and four in the division, 6-3 and three on the road, 5-3 and three at home. Cardinals have a 3-3 three and three division record, so the Cardinals right now sitting atop the NFC West. San, San Francisco 49ers are very interesting because they're going to be starting Jimmy Garoppolo, and I wonder when Trey Lance is going to start. I think it's a matter of when, not if. But if the, if the 49ers start off the season as good as I think they will, if Jimmy Garoppolo is not hurt, why take him out? So, but I guess that is also the big question of, you know, when is he going to get hurt? That is a, that is also a when, not if, for the most part. But I do think the 49ers will be one of the, probably the only undefeated team through seven weeks to start the year. They're going to start off the year, you know, 7-0. and 
wins at the Eagles, at the Lions, home versus the Packers, home versus the Seahawks, at the Cardinals. You have your bye week, home versus the Colts, and away at the Bears. Two losses in a row, though, to the Cardinals and the Rams. But then you're going to go on another seven-game stretch. So 7-2, and two, and then you go wins at the Jaguars, home versus the Vikings, at the Seahawks, at the Bengals, home versus the Falcons, at the Titans, home versus the, Te- the Texans. And then you'll lose in Week 18 at the LA Rams. And so they'll have a 3-3 three and three division record, 8-1 and one on the road, 6-2 and two at home. They'll go 14-3, and three, and I have them atop the NFC West currently. But... The Los Angeles Rams with Matt Stafford. They lost some pieces on on defense in the secondary, but Jalen Ramsey's the best corner in the league. And I think they have a phenomenal year. Under the creativity of Sean McVay, the best quarterback he's had, the best coach that Matt Stafford's ever had, the best team, really. Not the best weapons because he had Calvin Johnson, but this is going to be a really good team this year. Starting off the year 3-0, and Home versus the Bears at the Colts. Home versus the Buccaneers. They're going to stun the Buccaneers in week three. And then two losses in a row to the Cardinals and the Seahawks. But then they go winless. Or not winless. They win every single game the rest of the year. At the Giants. Home versus the Lions. At the Texans. Home versus the Titans. At the 49ers. You have your bye. I think they'll beat the Packers on the road. They'll win at home against Jacksonville. They'll win on the road in Arizona against the Cardinals. And then wins home versus the Seahawks at the Vikings, at the Ravens, home versus the 49ers. And they'll go 15-2, and 4-2 and two in the division, 7-1 and one at home, 8-1 and one on the road. And all four teams are going to have 10-plus wins, 11-plus wins. And all four teams will likely make the playoffs, if you think about it. Just pretty crazy. The last division, the NFC East, I'm not going to predict it because I'm a Cowboys fan. And yes, I've already, you know, predicted some games that some of these teams play against NFC East teams. And I've said the Cowboys would win a couple of them, but I am not predicting the division. I am not giving my team um, any bad voodoo. And uh, the only thing that I can say is that the Washington football team won't win the division. There has not been a back-to-back division winner in the NFC East since 2003, so I am like 38% sure that they won't win the division this year. It'll be anyone else but the Washington football team, and yeah, so there you go. I'm not going to do record predictions for those teams, um, the NFC least. So looking at the NFC playoff picture, the Los Angeles Rams at 15-2 and two will be the number one seed. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers at 14-3 and three will be the number two seed. The Green Bay Packers will be the number three seed at 12-5. and five. Uh, And then the four seed, the NFC East division winner, like I said, it's not going to be the Washington football team. But their record, whoever wins the NFC East, I believe their record would be below 12-5. and five. It's probably going to be 10-7, and 11-6. And, and then your three wildcard teams are all going to be from the NFC West. San Francisco 49ers. At 14 and 3 will be the five seed. The Arizona Cardinals at 11 and 6 will be the six seed. And the Seattle Seahawks at 11 and 6 will be the seven seed. It has happened before where all four teams have been above 500. Not every team, I don't believe, has made the playoffs. I think that would be a first. 
but it is possible. It could happen. Will it happen? Probably not. I'm probably dead wrong. But I just, I really do genuinely believe that the NFC West has four of the best, like, eight teams in the league. I don't think it's too far-fetched for them, for me to say that they could all be above 500 and make the playoffs. I, th- I think it's possible. Will it happen? Probably not. But that's okay. You know, that's why I do this, because um, I want to get grilled and roasted by anyone in the comments who believes I'm wrong, which I'm probably wrong. It's fine. Um, but like I said, we're not going to predict the NFC East because conflict of interest. And uh, I can say with 38% confidence that the Washington football team will not be the division winner this year. Um, but now I want to come back to something here real quick because the Baltimore Ravens are getting hit with the injury bug. And so they just lost Marcus Peters to a torn ACL today, as well as Gus Edwards, who was filling in for J.K. Dobbins, who tore his ACL in the preseason. So three players from the Baltimore Ravens have torn their ACLs within the last couple weeks. Two of them running backs. They'll be out. Marcus Peters, one of the best corners in the league. He's going to be out. Also, Justice Hill, another running back for the Ravens, tore his Achilles recently. He's out. So who's the running back going to be for Baltimore? They signed Le'Veon Bell. He's likely going to have to be their starter here in very short order. So we know that Lamar Jackson makes up for the – he is accountable for a lot of the run game. And uh, teams are going to key on, on that more, though. Teams are also going to be able to throw it on him a little bit more because they don't have Peters. So I'm going to make an adjustment to my AFC playoff picture. I'm not going to go through each game and re-predict the games and everything because that's just – would take way too long but I do not think that the Ravens are going to make the playoffs now I still think they, they could be right there they'll be right on the cusp but they're not going to win the division I think the Browns will beat them in both games now and so the Browns will be the new number three seed I think Baltimore slips out of the playoff picture and the Pittsburgh Steelers move up to number six. The Miami Dolphins will slide in at number seven. So your new AFC playoff picture, Buffalo Bills one seed, Kansas City Chiefs two seed, Cleveland Browns three seed, Tennessee Titans four seed, Los Angeles Chargers five seed, Pittsburgh Steelers six seed, Miami Dolphins seven seed. And your NFC playoff picture, once again, Los Angeles Rams one seed, Tampa Bay Buccaneers two seed, Green Bay Packers three seed, any team except the Washington football team at the four seed, San Francisco 49ers, 5-seed, Arizona Cardinals, 6-seed, Seattle Seahawks, 7-seed, all four NFC West teams making the playoffs this season. Super excited for Week 1, Dallas Cowboys opening up at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I've got Tampa in that one, and I know I said I wouldn't really predict against my team, but it's the Super Bowl champs, it's Tom Brady. I mean, look, come on, like, what, what are we doing here? Um... A couple other primetime predictions for week one. Let's take a look. Seattle Seahawks at the Indianapolis Colts. Carson Wentz in his new home. I've got the Seahawks in that one. The Pittsburgh Steelers at the Buffalo Bills. That's Bills all day. Cleveland Browns at the Kansas City Chiefs. Rolling with the Chiefs. Chicago Bears at the LA Rams. I've got the Rams in that one on Sunday Night Football. And Monday Night Football... The Ravens at the Raiders. 
might consider changing that one from the Ravens to the Raiders. I'm going to take the Las Vegas Raiders in that matchup on Monday Night Football. All right, that'll do it for episode 143. Thanks for sticking with me through all of my NFL record predictions, the AFC and the NFC, and looking at the playoff pictures. Huge news with the Ravens losing a lot of players to injury. That's just, I mean, that happens to one team every year. Last year it was the 49ers. This year it's the Ravens. That's just unfortunate. Um, But I'll catch you in episode 144 where uh, after, well, actually not 144. This is 144. In episode 145 where we're going to take a look at all the matchups post week one. And we're going to give you the Ford Food Chain, the top 10 NFL teams after week one. I'll see you then. This is WFS, The Will Ford Show.